now serving butter and bacon. The good stuff. Hi, and welcome to the Jingle Bell Jingle Bowl results of the Butter and Bacon <laughs> Fantasy Football League. I am your festive commissioner, Dean, as always, joined by our dear co-host and color commentary, Polly. Polly, how you doing? I'm jingling all the way. Oh, what fun it will be to discuss our champion. <laughs> and one did um, slay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he really did. Uh, you know, it's it's kind of weird. We basically have one game to talk to, but you know me. I do need to talk no. about other games. I have to. So, uh, Shoreline, Shoreline Taproom, sorry. Put put the whooping DNR exhibition. But... More importantly, I in the consolation bracket, pink. in the consolation bracket, you had a 5.8 point victory over Make It Pink for the, I don't know, what was that, the 11 12 Probably. matchup? But the monkey, the monkey took down the consolation bracket, beating the Fran Dogs 137.6 to 72.1. Yes, so, monkey, congratulations. We have talked about your game. Yes, Baldwin, Prescott, all impressive. Sanders still hasn't shown up. And, you know, Hopkins, you didn't even make the lineup. <laughs> Hopkins didn't make the lineup. He said he wasn't going to make the lineup. Uh, well, didn't, he, he was the man of his word. <laughs> no, didn't help the Fran Dogs that the Jets defense had minus one against the Patriots. No. But you kind of could have called that. Um, didn't really have a backup to put in there. Um, surprisingly great game by Antonio Gates. Um, he, he's probably our age uh, at this point. But um, but again, he played Cleveland, so you know that that's that seems to be the elixir. And Team Monkey overcoming Hill with a .8 performance, eight yards. Yeah, I don't know where that came wow. from. That's just wow. it's like one carry. Uh, I did not follow that game. I don't know if he got injured or if they just didn't go to him. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know either. But yeah, I mean, really, you can't say more about Baldwin. I mean, it, it was thirty-eight point seven points. So that was nice. that was fantastic. So congratulations, Monkey. You are the best loser. You are the weakest loser. No, wrong no, game. Wrong game. Uh, biggest loser? No. Mm. That's taken. Mm. We'll work on that. Yeah, we will. But anyway, he wins the consolation bracket, and uh, there's no prize associated with nope. them. So congratulations. Yay. And uh, continuing on the championships that have no prize associated with them, <laughs> Scott's Cruisers oh, took no. on the Dap- oh, no, no. Donalds. They have a prize. We'll, oh. we'll get to that at the end of the show. I can't wait to hear what it is. <laughs> at the end of the show. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Sorry, repeat, because I interrupted. No, here you're good to go. The uh, Scots Cruisers, 133.9 to 99.3 victory over the Dapper Donalds. Dapper Donalds had a couple of rough showings. Some folks just didn't get it done like they had been doing all year. Yeah. Um, Titans defense gets Jacksonville. Who knew? Minus one point. I was completely, I thought that was a great pick. I was completely <laughs> off on that. Um, it's actually kind of surprised me. Jacksonville came out on fire in that game. Um, you know, yeah, the funny thing though, is you look down at his bench, uh, the Chicago D was on his bench minus eight Yep, yep. <laughs> and the giants only put up four against Philly. Yeah, so, which again uh, was yeah. a surprise. Anyway, everybody and yeah. their mother was picking the giants to roll over Philadelphia, but that didn't happen. On the other side for Scott's cruisers, as he's done all year, Matt Ryan helping lead the way to victory. Yeah. Yeah. Matt Ryan strong. And it's all I'm seeing, you know, and I did have red zone on, so I was watching that game. And I tweeted a couple times, Matty Ice, they kept talking about Ryan MVP, Ryan MVP. And they put up, like, other MVP seasons. 
he's actually comparable to Aaron Rodgers during his MVP seasons. So yeah, if you're not paying a- attention to the NFC South, you might want to. No, he's just having a fantastic year. And I think it's, you know, there's been years in the past where Atlanta's run out to a 6-0 and record, 7-1 seven, seven and one type, you know, first half. And then all of a sudden they just tail off the second half. And I think people are kind of expecting that from Matt Ryan this year. He had so many fantasy points through the middle of October that people are like, okay, let's let's see the, the swoon. And it hasn't really happened. No, it hasn't. Um, you know, someplace else that um, the swoon really didn't happen is uh, – you know, they, they tried their best, but you know, Carolina was eliminated from postseason contention. But Greg Olson, still 11.9 points, six receptions for 59 yards. It's a little less than we were expecting, but I think it just the game was not in reach at the end. And that seems to be where Greg Olson picks up his points in the fourth quarter. Um, yeah, and if he gets in the end zone with that, it's a 20-point game. So it's, you know, still put up the numbers, but not quite as big. But the, the big guy... Odell Beckham. Jr. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and 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 again, he he seemed to be the offense. Philly's defense was doing a really good job. I think they picked up Eli, picked off Eli three times, if I'm not mistaken. Two in the end zone. Wow. Imagine that game if even one yeah. of those had been a touchdown instead of a turnover. So big, yeah, big. Eli, you know, Odell Beckham Jr. definitely did his part to uh, try and get the Giants to win, but it just wasn't there. Um, Carlos Hyde, who I predicted to be kind of like the the spoiler or the unsung hero here, he was okay. I mean, 38 yards, he did have a receiving touchdown. He had a fumble, so that wasn't good. <laughs> but, you know, 15.2, not what I was expecting. Um, they did beat L.A., which, ugh, I mean, and, and since Cleveland won, I mean, even though Cleveland won a game this season so far, does that mean that L.A. is the worst team in the league? Even though they yeah, have they four are. wins? They are among the worst teams in the oh. league, there's no question. And that, that day couldn't have gone better for Cleveland as a sidebar. You win your game, yes. get off the 0-16 yes. tonight, and you still hang on to the first overall yes. pick. <laughs> yeah, they can't lose the overall, the number one overall. So, you know, I mean, for people that are talking about how the franchise is doing it the right way, they got a young coach, uh, they got a lot of young players that they drafted, which is key. Um, and some, you know, they kind of came out of nowhere, uh, looking at you, Mr. Pryor <laughs> Sr., um, former quarterback turned wide out that no one can cover. Um, and they got the number one pick overall in the draft. Things are looking good in Cleveland. You can look, you know, you can look up for that. Don't, yeah. don't worry or about you, the can, e- Indians. They could get to year two and just fire a coach. Oh, yeah. Like Rex Ryan. Sorry, Rex. And Rob, but you know, you kind of saw that and coming. Rob. Cause how do you fire Rex? And then well, keep you're not going to brother. Keep Rob. <laughs> oh, hi, Rob. How are you doing? Nothing awkward there. How's it? What if they fi- what if they fired Rex and promoted Rob? Ooh, <laughs> made him the interim head coach. Exactly. Yikes. That that'd be rough. And you know what? Cut your hair. Yeah, the hair's bad. So that you know. Anyway. Anyway, the supporting staff for the Cruisers were no slouch either. Jeffrey Garcon, uh, Jackson, all putting up double digits, all really contributing. I, you know, when Melvin Gordon was pronounced out for the game, right. I thought Scott, Scott might have been in a little bit of trouble. Yeah, the three of us were like tweeting back and forth. Oh, that was unexpected. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, the, on the flip side, the Dapper Donalds had a fantastic year. They really did. There's nothing to take away from the, their year. Le'Veon Bell did it again, 31 points. Um, but, you know, Demarius Thomas, Larry Legend, Vernon Davis, you know, those guys barely combined for 10 points. So Yeah, and combine that with a negative point for the Titans, D. I mean, Guskowski did his job, 11 points. Um, and really, the, the, no contest at kicker. Matt Prater with only two points. Um, yeah. Missed a field goal. 
yeah, three for three an extra point. It, yeah, particularly happens for the Bills. Enough about that. Um, yeah, so you know, congratulations to Scott's Cruisers cruising to the BAB FFL Season 1 Championship. Yeah, so they will finish the season as our champion. Dapper Donalds, no slouch as our runner-up. And the Norwegian Oil Rigs took third place. So uh, I think pretty successful year one. I think so. And, uh, you know, I did allude to the fact that there is a prize. There is a prize. Next year's draft. You draft last. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations. Congrats. But you draft first in the second round. (laughs) That's a good point. You know, depending on how how folks do their rankings, you know, it's the, the early word for 2017. Everybody's talking about the big three running backs, and there's still those handful of big wide receivers left. But there's so many good players in the NFL, and obviously, lot is you know. So maybe a benefit drafting 14 might be. I mean, all I know is I will push down someone's grandmother for Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, to all 14 players this year, uh, we hope you're all back next year. And anyone else listening, we are willing to expand. I think we were looking for maybe upwards of 16 or more. Uh, if, if we get in, if we can make it happen, who we'll, we'll host two leagues. I don't care. Absolutely, be fun. yeah, two so. leagues, different divisions. We'll figure that out. Maybe do one for money. Yeah. We'll, you know, we'll we'll see if anybody has any appetite for that. Uh, not big stakes, you know, just like a couple bucks. And uh, yeah, look, be on the lookout though for in. As we approach March, getting that college that, basketball tournament going. Yeah, I was going to say the FFL is still, you know, eight plus months away. But in the next three, we'll definitely be looking at NCAA brackets and, and continuing on this uh, extra show of fun, as I call yeah. it. This has been a lot of fun to do. Yeah, it has been fun. Thank you, Dean, for uh, agreeing to be the commissioner. You've been a wonderful commissioner. You've been a fair commissioner. Um, well, th- thank you, Paul. Some of your scoring is weird, but we'll discuss that. And well, we, we may we may tweak for 2017. I know you want to see a little bit more out of the defenses and uh, maybe a little bit more with the quarterback uh, strength. Yeah. So we'll, we, you know, we'll take a look and we'll see. Uh, you know, what I enjoyed doing when I was commissioner in former in former leagues is taking a look and seeing what the fantasy scoring and how comparable it was to actual NFL scoring. Right. So not yeah, not as a one on one, but like if this player is number 20 in the league, but they're number two in fantasy production, something's wrong. No, fair point. I think it's all stuff worth discussing. Just uh, as you're saying that, it made me think, uh, who did finish the year with the best scoring? And it was David Johnson. Yeah. Who was on which team? (laughs) He put up 420 points this year. Yeah, that's pretty good. Aaron Rodgers, your only other one over 400 at 403. And then we do we do run quarterback heavy in the scoring as it is. Drew Brees, Matt Ryan, Kirk Cousins, then Ezekiel Elliott, Andrew Luck. You know, there's there's some MVP candidates, I think, from NFL. You know, then there's folks like, say, Derek Carr, who I think is getting a lot of MVP buzz because his team has been very successful. Or he was until he broke his leg. Well, yeah, but doesn't put up quite the gaudy stats. So, you know, we're going to try to keep that balance, um, you know, gaudy stats with the uh, the more important production t- uh, spots like quarterback, et cetera. Yep. So. Not going to do any wholesale changes, but I definitely think some fine-tuning and tweaking will be in order, and, and we'll certainly communicate that and more as the league starts up next year. Yeah. Oh, wait. That's Marcus Mariota that has a broken leg. Yeah, they both broke their, uh, fibulas. Both? Yeah, they both broke fibulas. Oh, I, th- I thought... <laughs> no. Okay. No, you're, you were correct. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cara's surgery today. We're recording on Tuesday, Oof. so he's he's going under the knife now, and Mariota's soon to follow. That's just a tough break. Oh. Wow. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. On that note... Um, thank you guys for playing. If you enjoyed this, please let us know at Butter and Bacon. 
Give us any hashtag you want. You've heard them all. But, um, yeah, let us know if you're interested in playing. And particularly because we are talking about seriously having a baseball league. Um, it would be something where, you know, a lot like football, we would set the lineups weekly. You know, it's not a daily. I don't think anybody has time for that. Um, and, uh, you know, as we as we approach the fall season, we'll definitely do the football again and possibly in deference to Amy, a basketball league. No shortage of fantasy sports to be had. Hashtag hardwood. Uh, hashtag high tops. High tops. Hmm. Hashtag Hoosiers. And then if you win, you can say, who's your daddy? Nice. That's the name of my team. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, again, thanks for a great 2016. And you'll certainly be hearing from us soon. Continue to follow us at Butter and Bacon. And we'll talk to you next time. Hashtag Cleatfoot. This has been The Good Stuff. Thank you for listening to Butter and Bacon. Hi, and welcome to the Super Bowl review. Uh, no, preview? No. Preview? Okay, Super Bowl. No. We came up, Amy came up with what it was. Oh, that's right. What is it again? Jingle, the bowl. jingle bowl. <laughs> jingle, jingle bell, jingle bowl. <laughs> ah, that's right.